up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. The And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in uh, to another day, uh, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup. We're here live on a 98.9 of the uh, game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there, people, here on this uh, Tuesday, this Taco Tuesday, a uh, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday uh, to be, we're here uh, to uh, celebrate with you. And it's also April 4th, 2023. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry. Hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up here in the next hour or so, we'll get to the NCAA tournament from last night. The national championship that Confetti has fallen. One shining moment has been played. And one man signs off for the final time. And also some local sports from yesterday. A lot of baseball and softball action from yesterday and we'll get the uh, table set for today as well and another one bites the dust for the uh, fighting Illini another player entering the uh, transfer portal and we'll definitely have something to uh, say about that and if you missed the last week's uh, rant by Eric I'm sure this will only add fuel to uh, that fire and fuel to that rant to continue here today so definitely a stick around uh, for that a little bit later and we'll also hit up on uh, some Major League Baseball uh, that happened yesterday as the uh, Braves uh, get the uh, series opening win over the uh, Cards last night and the Cards will try to uh, bounce back and it's back here on a 98.9 of the game this evening as 5.50 will begin uh, the uh, pregame show uh, coverage and about 6.35 will be uh, the uh, game broadcast and a first pick right here on a 98.9 for game number two with the Braves this evening. And also uh, the uh, regular seasons are coming to a close for the NBA and NHL. We'll take a look at what happened in both of those leagues on Monday and we'll get you set up for a tonight's schedule as well as the playoff push continues uh, there. And uh, whatever you don't get to here in the uh, Treasure Show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion. And of course, 
Find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes and Spotify. The website, fmradio.com. Just click on our podcast tab there on the website, as well as the starting lineup would not be possible without a McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and a Teutopolis State Bank. All right, so we got a lot to get to and lots of college basketball to get to here today. So uh, let's go ahead and let's uh, jump right into it and let's hit it up with what we always do, and it is First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And the one shiny moment has been played, and it was after UConn takes this as really a no surprise here as Connecticut gets it done. They stand on top of the college basketball world, of course. If you watch any sort of the celebration or heard any of the broadcast here on 98.9 last night, yes, all five. This is a UConn's fifth national championship and also didn't realize that it was during a three different coaches 10 years mm-hmm. uh, there as well so uh, UConn back on top after another double digit victory as uh, they pulled away there at the very end it ended up being 17 points the margin of the victory San Diego State got it close to I think six points at one point and uh, the Aztecs were feeling kind of good and they were feeling like they were getting back in it but uh, UConn eventually uh, took back control with a dagger three, and they never looked back after that. And I think that's as close as the Aztecs uh, would get in the game last night. And UConn on top of the college basketball world again. Yeah, and uh, in, like you said, Travis, dominating fashion, as as they did all tournament long. I mean, I have some numbers, Travis. Yes. That is absolutely insane. You ready mm-hmm. for this? Yeah. Okay. UConn played 240 minutes in the six tournament games. Yep. They trailed 31 minutes. That is mm-hmm. 13%. And of that, Travis, 55 seconds in the second half is all they trailed right, in the entire yeah. tournament. The second half was the big thing. Yeah. That is absurd. They trailed mm-hmm. for 10 minutes against Iona, mm-hmm. 17 right. seconds in the second half. Yep. They trailed for 15, 30 against St. 38 seconds in the second half. Yep. They did not trail against Arkansas at all. Mm-hmm. They trailed for 47 seconds against Gonzaga. Hmm. They did not trail against Miami. And they trailed for four minutes and 35 seconds last night against San Diego State. Yeah. This is a dominant team. UConn this, tra- this year, Travis, 17-0 against non-conference opponents. Won every mm. game by 10-plus points. Wow. The fact that they were a four. Yeah. Is. Well, I mean, they had a mediocre conference season and they got bounced in the first round, I believe, in the Big East tournament. So. Well, this is now twice. UConn becomes the first program to win multiple titles as a four seed or lower since 1979. Hmm. Of course, 2014, they won it as a seven seed, beating the eight seed Kentucky. Then this year as well. They won Travis by 20 points per game. Yeah, average. Did. It's the fourth largest margin for a national championship. Mm-hmm. They never right. trailed by more than eight points in a single game. Mm-hmm. Can we can we call? Uh, I know I've said this before, but UConn is a blue blood, right? Can we say they're a blue blood? 
I think now you got to put him in the same conversation as that if some people were talking about him being a blue blood before. But mm-hmm. now I think there's definitely solidly in the conversation because, I mean, there's they have five, sti- five titles. That's the same as Indiana and yep. Duke. Fourth most all time. All five of them have come since 1999. Hmm. The most of any team during that span. And each of their last four titles were won in Texas. I know, yeah, that's crazy. So if they the final Texas. four is in Texas, <laughs> yeah. pick UConn. Right. Your odds are pretty good. Yeah. I remember uh, Mecca Okafor when they wanted to get no four. That was in uh, the Alamo Dome in uh, San Antonio, and then they won it previously in Houston in 2011. 2014, it was in Dallas, and then, of course, this year in Houston. So mm-hmm. uh, they love playing in the Final Four in Texas. They do. How about that? It's crazy. I love it. Just move them to Texas, I guess. No, 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 no. Just the final when the final four is in Texas. The rest of the the tournaments they don't do so well, but Texas, mm. put them there. Yeah, so watch out, pencil them in. <laughs> as uh, yeah, like you said, the the fourth most uh, highest margin of victory as uh, Kentucky in nineteen ninety six they had an average margin of victory of twenty one point five. 2016 Villanova 20.7, 2009 North Carolina 20.2, and the 2023 Yukon Huskies with 20 points. And uh, like I said, a third, a different head coach, and uh, Dan Hurley. Yes, Bobby mm-hmm. Hurley's brother uh, finally uh, gets some, some shine on him. Yep. And he uh, wins the uh, national championship, wins a natty there. At the uh, very end, so he can say that he's a national champion coach uh, there for uh, Coach Harley mm-hmm. and the Huskies. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, like I said, this uh, – it, 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 do I think they faced the best competition on their way here in this tournament? No. Mm-hmm. Did they beat everyone that was in front of them handedly? Yes. Do yeah. I think if they would have faced a one or a two seed along the way, would they have beaten them? The way they were playing, yes, I do. Unless it was a Big East opponent, obviously. Obviously, yeah. This was like Creighton or Marquette or something. Yeah, they, then they would have been in trouble. Yeah. But nope. It was not to be. So yeah, I. Congratulations to UConn. They, I mean, between Travis, between in in our lifetime, between the boys and the girls side of things. Mm-hmm. Is UConn the standard powerhouse basketball program? Well, I mean, yeah, when you combine it with uh, the women's program. Now that five titles since 99, mm-hmm. no one else has more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the women's side, I mean, they, they dominated for years. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. I think you, I, I you got to say that they are the premier basketball program during our lifetime. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's a good argument to have here after uh, winning the national championship and maybe uh, a worthy one Mm -hmm. uh, as well, uh, for sure. So uh, if they weren't before, I think you definitely uh, consider that now. Of course, no one can really come into the same neighborhood quite yet of UCLA's 11 uh, national championships and the run that they had with uh, Coach Wooden all those years. But, uh, man, UConn is definitely uh, doing it. And they're definitely doing a good things uh, for sure. 
And uh, next year, I was like, oh, wow, it's in the Alamo Dome. No, that was the 2004. I mistyped yes. it. It's in Phoenix next year. Ah. So, State so Farm don't, Stadium. Don't, don't, don't pick UConn. <laughs> yes, but they are on uh, some sports books, uh, the uh, favorites and the betting favorites to a win of the 2024 Men's Basketball Championship. And one of my favorite things in all of uh, sports is when the confetti hasn't even finished falling it's time for the way too early top 25. And of course, the national champions, UConn Huskies, are the number one team in the way too early uh, top 25. I do have some problems here with uh, the top five in particular. Okay. Uh, number two would be a Marquette, as uh, they uh, could be returning um, all five, could mm-hmm. return yep. uh, there. Uh, Duke, depending on if a couple of players uh, come back, uh, Jeremy Roach particular but duke is number three in the way too early top 25 kentucky is number four and this is where i have a problem really we're gonna put them at five florida atlantic number five and they're way too early top 25 come on they got people coming back top five get out of here they're leaving conference usa travis i know they're going to a bigger conference yeah and look how that worked out for a little chicago well they're not loyal to Chicago. Yeah. Number five. Get out of here. There's just hating on them. Uh, Michigan State opens at a number six. Kansas is seven. Arizona State is eight. Houston is a nine. Creighton is in the top ten at ten. Alabama, they're at 11. And, of course, they're losing a couple players to uh, the NBA. Uh, Arkansas, they're at number 12. Colorado, what is this, football? Nope, they're ranked number 13. Uh, Miami, 14. Of course, uh, they have a couple of players that could potentially be going to the draft. And uh, what's Isaiah Wong's status mm-hmm. there? So that's going to really uh, have them. Also, the status of uh, Zach Eady as well. And uh, that puts uh, Purdue there at a number 15. And uh, they are projected here on ESPN not to retain uh, Zach Eady uh, there. He was named the national player of the year and so it wouldn't shock me if he uh, left there but i guess we'll just have to see decisions to be made there yep uh usc at 16 at texas a&m 17 at texas at 18 the north carolina tar heels at a number 19 and despite losing uh one player from that uh baylor they're at number 20 they're also losing uh one player to the uh, transfer portal and a couple of players to the nba uh gonzaga at a number of 21 there. No Drew Timmy in the projected starting yeah. lineup there. San Diego State, they got to the national championship, but they rank at number 22 in the way too early top 25. Tennessee's at 23. St. Mary's at 24. And UCLA at 25. Next in line, got a couple of Big Ten teams, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Kansas State, getting some love as well in the way too early top 25. Where's Illinois? Nowhere to be found. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. No. I heard some people last night about uh, Illinois getting snubbed from one shining moment. What shining, what shining moment, moment did we have? Again, you have to stick around for the dance a little bit before you get a shining moment. Again, this fan base will do anything to have any sort of adversity. Uh, and it's like, oh, we got shunned from one shining moment. <laughs> Which we did not, by the way. Uh, Danger was in there for a half second on the when the ball is tipped. He was there on the tip. There you go. <laughs> but it's like, come on, guys. What? 
I'm sorry, when you're only in one game, there's not a lot of <laughs> moments, and you lose that one game. Right, yeah. Not a lot of moments to pick shine a, on. Pick one moment that we would have had to been added to well, that. Well, we had so. a dunk at this point in the game. Yeah, do you know how many dunks there were in the NCAA <laughs> tournament? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like maybe couldn't we get a, like a cheerleader or something? How, uh, how about this? How about you win more than one game? I know. How about that? Yeah, that would definitely. Uh, but we can't do that with Coach Underwood. So. <laughs> that would definitely help things uh, for sure uh, there. But, uh, of course, uh, the other big thing uh, last night was uh, Jim Nance was signing off yeah. one last time. And he said, thank you for being my friend. And he kind of got choked up when he was saying it there at the very end. I kind of was like, ah. Wow, makes it kind of real there, bub. Uh, He's off to uh, the Masters. He's off to Georgia. Yeah. He's got uh, Georgia on his mind. Making a short little trip to uh, Augusta Yep. there. um, And we'll talk more uh, Masters coming up in just a little bit. Yeah, definitely. We'll uh, be hitting up on that. Uh, for sure, as the uh, first round again started on a Thursday, as some players already there participating in a practice rounds. Now the par three challenge is on a tomorrow, and a tonight the champions dinner. Yes, as well could be interesting, and could be interesting to see if we get any information on that uh, mm-hmm. dinner. Like to keep things private. Yes, uh, there till afterwards, and then you find out what they eat. <laughs> right. Exactly. Hey, we already know what's on the menu, though. Very simple uh, menu for uh, Scotty Scheffler, the host of that. So uh, we'll definitely be talking to more uh, Masters later on and later on this week as well. But uh, UConn closes out March Madness and picks up their fifth national championship. Huskies on top of the college basketball world uh, one more time. All right, so uh, let's hit up on uh, some uh, local sports, some local baseball and uh, softball coming up next here on the Starter Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the Starting Lineup. We'll be right back. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Easter season's upon us, and that means low prices on spring favorites are popping up all over. Get a jump on mowing with a fresh Rule King lawn and garden battery, just $24.99 with exchange. And mend those fences with the best. All red brand fencing products are over 10% off all April long. Finally, save $5 on Greenskeeper Secret Weed and Feed Fertilizer, now just $29.99 a bag. Stock up and save at RuleKing.com or your neighborhood Rule King. America's farm and home store. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 
800-575-6759. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-6759. That's 800-575-6759. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lowe's MVP's bonus days are back for pros. Right now, buy a DeWalt 20-volt max power stack battery two-pack at $199 and get a select DeWalt Bear tool free. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on all Metabo HPT tools and products. Shop even more savings and bonus points offers during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. About 320 through 331. Subject to change. Selection varies by location. While supplies last. Discount taken in time of purchase. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. And now... Illinois, they won barely, and I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98-9, the game. C.J. Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 at the game ESPN radio. Let's move this show uh, right along and uh, let's get into uh, the uh, local sports realm and let's get into uh, local uh, baseball uh, from uh, yesterday. And we'll start off in baseball in the NTC as it was Muhammad Seymour getting the win over St. Anthony 8-4 as Muhammad got a couple in the first and St. Anthony tied things up with two in the fourth. And the Bulldogs of St. Anthony also picked up runs in the fifth and sixth inning. But an offense explosion by Muhammad in the sixth inning. They put up a six spot in the bottom half of that and then they would eventually close things out for the win. Uh, Larson picks up a home run and a couple RBIs for St. Anthony. Also, Fierde and Jansen 
pick up RBIs as well. Uh, Fierde took the loss on the mound. Uh, Castillas wins it in relief for Muhammad as uh, Blake Walters got the start in this one as he had a home run, a couple RBIs, and he also went five innings and nine Ks as well for the Arizona commit there. And so it was Muhammad Bulldogs picking up the win over St. Anthony Bulldogs yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it was a Vandalia big win over CHBC, a 19-2-1 scored early and often. Uh, Vandalia picked up a couple in the first inning, a six in the second, and they finished things off with nine in the fifth inning for uh, the uh, easy win. Uh, CHBC's alone run came in the third inning as Radloff got credited for uh, that one. It was uh, Flora getting the win over Dietrich, a 5-2-3. Flora got up a couple of runs in the bottom of the first. Dietrich got one back in the second, uh, but then Flora picked up another run in the bottom of the third, and then two runs were scored for each side in the uh, fifth inning, but Flora comes away with the uh, win. Uh, For Dietrich, RBIs were credited to Hall, Baxter, and Lighty, and they had a Niebergi take the loss on the mound. He went five innings. He gave up five hits, four earned runs, a couple walks, and 11 Ks. Uh, Dill came in in relief and only gave up a hit and struck out one batter there. Uh, Flora, looks like a Duke, picked up a three RBIs for the Wolves. And he also uh, picked up the win on the Nope, he didn't pick up the win on the mound. He just uh, started the game. He went four and a third innings, only giving up five hits, three earned runs, four walks, and five Ks. Uh, Sharp got the win in relief. He went a couple, two and two-thirds innings, uh, give up three hits, and five Ks as well as Flora gets the win. It was Shelbyville over in Yoga, 11-2-1. And it was a Brownstown uh, St. Elmo walking it off against uh, Cumberland as they won this one, a 7-2-6. Kyle Beal gets credited for the walk-off RBI single with a two outs in the bottom of the ninth as uh, Cumberland and Brownstown a high-scoring affair there. Uh, Cumberland picked up a couple runs in the first. Uh, Brownstown comes with three in the third. Uh, Cumberland with a couple runs in the fourth, one in the fifth, and uh, then it was uh, Brownstown picking up runs in the, let's see, uh, fifth, yeah, fifth inning and sixth inning as well, and then those two runs there on the bottom of the seventh to pick up uh, the win. Uh, Atwood gets the win in relief for uh, Brownstown. He went uh, only a third inning and giving up our striking out one batter uh, there, Bolt. Gets hit with a loss in relief. He went two and a third innings, two runs, two hits, three Ks, and a walk there. As Atwood is the only other, and Forbes are the only two other credited RBIs there for Brownstown. And so uh, they get the walk-off victory there. It was South Central over Newton, 8-2. to two, As South Central picked up three in the fifth inning, and Newton got a couple back in the bottom of the sixth, but then a five spot in the top of the seventh for the Cougars picks up the win. Dotson also picked up the win on the bump. He went five innings, only giving up one hit, uh, striking out 10, and also picking up an RBI as well at the plate. Uh, Mahaffey gets hit with a loss for Newton, and Flowers picks up an RBI as well for the Eagles. It was Paris also in the little line. I get the win over Danville, 13-3. Lawrenceville over Fairfield, 14-4. Alney over Oblong Palha, 20-4. Red Hill over Robinson, 5-4. And a close one, South Vigo over Casey, 
9-5. In the Apollo Conference, it was FEM and getting the win over to Topless. Also in a high-scoring affair there as FEM won this one 12-4. Both teams scored a couple of runs in the uh, first inning. And uh, FEM picked up a two in the third, five in the top, or three in the top of the fifth. And Topless also gets three of their own in the bottom of the fifth inning. But then four in the sixth, two more in the seventh. Gets FEM to a 12 runs there. Quest Hall, he had four RBIs at the dish. Uh, Raditz and Harper both had a couple RBIs. And Fox picked up an RBI as well for the Hearts. And uh, Quest Hall also had a home run in the game as well. McDevitt, he picks up the win on the mound. He went four innings, only giving up a run. One walk and 11 Ks as well. And Tatopoulos, uh, their RBIs were credited to a Waldoff and a Repke, only the two uh, credited with RBIs. Uh, Waldoff had a couple RBIs. Repke had one. Uh, Niebergi gets hit with a loss. He went four innings. That's Joey Niebergi, I believe. Uh, four innings, four hits, three earned runs, and one walk and four Ks as well as uh, the Hearts get this one in this rivalry game. It was Lincoln over Notre Dame, 9-2. Tri-County over Blue Ridge, 16-1. Arthur over Decatur LSA, 12-2. Villa Grove over Saragordo, 20-5. South Central Conference, Hillsboro over Lincolnwood, 5-1. Piasol over Jacksonville, 11-1. Morrow Forsyth over Pena, 16-0. North Mac over Porta, 4-1. It was a softball action yesterday. We had St. Anthony get the win over CHBC, 18-0. St. Anthony picked up 10 in the first inning, so... Uh, scoring early and often. Uh, Fear Day got the win in the circle. She went a couple innings and uh, striking out three. Uh, Summers gets hit with a loss. Therefore, uh, the Bobcats, uh, Wormsing and Coffin, get four RBIs for the Bulldogs. Cabis had three RBIs, and Kibler had two RBIs as well as pretty much everybody having contributions there for St. Anthony. As the Windsor's two straws getting the win over South Central, three to two. Windsor picked up a run in the fourth. South Central got a couple in the fifth. And then two in the sixth inning for Windsor. Gets them the win. Hayes gets the win in the circle. She also drove in a run. Uh, other RBI credited to Richards. And Webster gets the loss in the circle for South Central. There are two RBIs were credited to Swift and Garrett there. It was Flora getting the win over Dietrich. 16-3. Flora crooked numbers in the third. Five of them. And then nine in the fourth inning there. Dietrich's low run uh, came in the uh, or their couple runs came in the uh, first inning and two in the fourth as Niemerg takes the loss in the circle. She also gets credit for an RBI. Meinhardt gets credit for an RBI as well. In the Little Illini Conference, he had a Newton defeat FEM by the final of 8-3. to three. And Newton, 3 in the bottom of the second. FEM picked up a couple runs in the fourth, but then a four spot. In the bottom of that fourth inning, kind of busted it open there. And Newton would go on a two a win. And a Coker gets the win in the circle. She goes five innings, only giving up one hit, a couple runs, and striking out seven and walking two batters as well. Uh, Cunningham gets the loss in the circle for FEM. She went three innings, giving up four hits, three earned runs, four walks, and one K there. Offensively, uh, Stanley gets uh, a couple RBIs. There other RBIs for Newton, Frichtel, also Martin, and Collins as well. FEM, their RBIs, 
two RBIs credited to uh, uh, both Cunningham's, Riley and Abby Cunningham. And uh, those are the only runs for the Hearts there in that one. It was Casey in the win over Topless, 10 to 4. Casey put up a four spot in the second inning, three more in the fourth. Uh, Totopolis picked up three runs in the seventh, but uh, offensively just too much for Casey. As Casey uh, in the circle cut right, she went all seven innings, giving up five hits, four runs, walking no batters, and nine Ks as well. Gibson he takes the loss in the circle for the shoes. Gobble gets uh, three RBIs, and a Cribbler also three RBIs for um, Casey as well. Uh, Nieberge, Geckner, Hemmen get credited for RBIs for the shoes. It's Robinson over Paris, 8-2. to two. All in the shuts out Oblong, 13 nothing. Marshall over Palhut, 7-1. It was Lincoln over Jacksonville, 10 to nothing. Charleston over Urbana, 22-3. And the Lincoln Prairie is Villa Grove over Cumberland, 5-2. Arcola over Okaw Valley, 5-2 as well. Arthur over Tri-County, 18-2. It was Argento over Heritage, 15 to nothing. Blue Ridge over Saragordo, 6 to 4. Central Illinois Conference was making Meridian over Decatur MacArthur, 13 to nothing. South Central Conference is Vandalia over Greenville, 5 to 4. Stone over Carlinville, 11 to 7. Monroe Forsyth, 11 to 4 over Pena. And a North Mac shutting out Springfield. Sagar Griffin, 11 to nothing. A lot of crooked numbers yesterday, Travis. A lot of what I'm noticing. Specifically, yeah. the South Central Conference, three games with 11 runs scored. That's, uh, that's a lot of crooked numbers. Three out of four. Right, yeah, really pouring on the offense uh-huh. yesterday. So also yeah. Charleston over Urbana, 22 to three, like you said. That's, yeah. Uh, ugh. That's a beatdown. It's a beatdown. And in high school tennis, a couple of matches there. St. Anthony defeated Mount Zion 5-4 and FEM over Robinson 6-3. Schedule for today in high school baseball in the NTC. Mattoon at St. Anthony and Brownstown at Altamont. OPH against Dietrich. Charleston at Neoga. Little Illini Conference. North Clay hosting Newton. Topless is at Olney, Casey at South Vigo, Sisney at Lawrenceville, Paris at Martinsville, uh, Prairie Central at Lincoln, Lincolnwood at Taylorville, Central Illinois Conference, Warrensburg, Latham at Tuscola, St. Teresa hosting Shelbyville, Sullivan at Central A&M, South Central Conference, Jerseyville at Hillsborough, Civic Memorial at Greenville, Lincoln Prairie Conference, Oka Valley at Tolona Unity, Mount Pulaski at Ala. Leroy at Blue Ridge and softball in the NTC at South Central at Altamont, Arcola in St. Anthony, Oblong at Dietrich, Oka Valley at Windsor's Two Straws, Vandalia at St. Elmo Brownstown, Little Illini, Alney at North Clay, Clay City, Charleston at Newton, Lawrenceville hosting Sisney, South Fork at Casey, Apollo CHBC at FEM, Central Illinois, Sullivan at Central AM, Clinton hosting Macon Meridian. Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland at Powhut, all at Champaign Central, Villa Grove at St. Joe Ogden, South Central Conference, Yats Topless hosting Greenville, Bunker Hill at Hillsboro, North Green at Piasol, Litchfield hosting Gillespie, and Winchester at North Mac there. And you also got track meets all over the place here as St. Anthony's Topless will be in FEM, Brownstown, CHBC, North Clay, Windsor, Stu Straws will all be at Altamont. Uh, Cumberland and OPH will be at Robinson. Allah will be at or hosting Yoga, and Newton will be at Arcola there in boys and girls track and field today as well. And if you missed any of that, go check it out on the local sports tab on the website, FEMRadio.com.
Com. All right, so we move things along and we move things along and back. We move it back to college basketball as another player has entered the transfer portal for the Fighting Illini, and I'm sure we'll have tons to say about that, so you won't want to miss it. So come back here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. How did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. <laughs> you see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for 3 bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did... For breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean... I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. Now. It's time for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Cardinals surrendered five second inning runs during an 8 4 loss to the Braves at Bush Stadium. Jordan Woodford got roughed up for his first loss, giving up seven hits and six runs in four and two thirds. Paul Goldschmidt went deep in the losing effort, and the Cardinals fall to two and two. Steven Matz takes the hill for St. Louis against Atlanta tonight. And it wasn't good news as Cardinal fan favorites heading to the injured list. Lars Newtbar was placed on the 10 day IL yesterday because of a left thumb contusion. The move is retroactive to March 31st. Juan Yepes is called up to replace Newt Bar on the interim. Yepes hit 253 with 12 homers and 30 RBIs. 
last season. My Cubs didn't do any better as Drew Smiley struggled in his first start of the season as the Cubs lost to the Reds 7-6 in Cincinnati. Smiley blew a two-run lead in the fifth inning by surrounding a go-ahead three-run homer. He allowed six earned runs and one unearned run in four and two-thirds innings. He got tagged with the loss. Cody Bellinger hit his first home run in a Cubs uniform during the loss. Chicago is on a three-game losing streak, and they'll send Hayden Wozneski to the mound against the Reds tonight. The Blues aim to avoid a third straight loss when they host the Flyers at Enterprise Center tonight. Blues were bounced from playoff contention after a 4-3 shootout loss to Boston on Sunday. The Blues are sixth place in Central Division, 77 points and a 35-35-7 record. And the White Sox lost to the Giants 12-3 at Guaranteed Rate Park. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Barks here. Eric Fryer over there with the uh, Sports Center. It's... Gave up seven home runs to Ooh. the White Sox. Ooh. That's not good. No. That's not, that's not a good. Not day. good at all. Uh, Phillies are also not off to a great start. No. And it will be either. No. But we'll get to that coming up yes. here in just a little bit, bub. Uh, it happened again. It's uh, another day in uh, college basketball. It seems like. Uh, every other day you hear about uh, some uh, player putting their name out there and putting their name into the transfer portal. And it um, seems like another day that the uh, Fighting Illini lose another member of uh, the roster from uh, last season. And uh, this one, I don't know, this is a mixed bag of surprise. And like, well, maybe it's not surprising at all as uh, he had a rough campaign this season of course well documented here on the starting lineup mainly by me uh, but uh, RJ Melendez has thrown his name out there and he's thrown his name into the uh, transfer portal uh, according to uh, multiple sources that were reported yesterday so uh, the Illini lose another one who do we have left on this team Travis <laughs> there's not a lot a uh, goody Luke Goody. All right. We got Goody in danger. <laughs> and Sincere Harris. All right. Well, I guess we'll go three on five three. for the whole season. There you go. Travis, this this doesn't – I understand what you're saying about, you know, he didn't have a good year, and he didn't. But you would think that he would be entering into a, a starting job for sure to right. at least start the season. Right. And he played a and he ton played of minutes. A ton played, of minutes. And he was a starter. So it tells me, again, it's the atmosphere and the coaching that mm. these kids are wanting to leave. Yeah, I don't know. You can't say it's, oh, conference isn't a good enough prestige for them. Nope, check that. It's the Big Ten. It's one of the better basketball conferences. Oh, not getting playing time. Now you're going to be a starter. Check that. It's not that. Yeah, it's definitely not playing time uh, for sure. Uh, it, I don't know what it is with RJ because, uh, as far as we know, both publicly and from what I knew, that privately, uh, that Coach Underwood was always a big supporter of RJ, even through his struggles and uh, whatnot. So uh, he had the backing of his uh, coach 100%, even though at times he maybe shouldn't have and he mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have been a starter and he could have been right in the bench more than he was. Uh, but it wasn't about playing time for sure with RJ. It could just be like a change of scenery uh, there for him. We saw it did wonders for uh, Podzinski uh, there being their conference player of the year there for Santa Clara. And uh, so it could just be a little change of scenery uh, here for, for RJ. Yeah, but he's the third player, Travis. I know. He's the third player to leave Illinois during just during this kind of off season. Right. That's not to include in the middle of the season when Sky Clark left. Mm -hmm. Right. 
again, I, I, I Travis, I know what you're going to say, and, and I know there's something wrong here. Yeah, yeah there's, there is there's something a lot of smoke here. wrong here. And <laughs> I, I wish I could put my finger on it because I'd go up to Champagne right now and tell Coach Underwood what it is. Right. But I don't know what it is. But they have to figure it out. Right. And again, I, I go back to, and I know, I know on this show you have said, nah, it's not a big deal. I still think losing those assistant coaches hurt. They were better recruiters, Travis. Don't tell me they weren't. Because, again, we haven't had Nio walk back through the doors. We haven't had a Kofi Coburn come back through the doors. Or players even close to their bubble. And Sky Clark was in the neighborhood. He was a five-star. But on the court, it didn't translate. No. And, you know, I hear what you're saying about recruiting, but they are recruiting these guys. They recruited RJ. They recruited Clark. They recruited Epps. But it's not the coach's fault for them leaving. It has to continue. You have to keep recruiting them and keep getting them to buy into what you're doing. That's where the disconnect is. I feel like the coaching staff is going and recruiting and saying, come to Illinois. This is what you expect. This is what's going to happen. And then they just aren't. It's a disconnect between the head coach and what the assistants are telling these recruits because they get on campus and things aren't what they are told they would be. Yeah. From the outside looking in, that's what it looks like. It looks like these kids are getting into an environment and they're going, whoa, this is not what we were told was going to be here. Yeah. And I. Right. It's it's definitely uh, one thing, you know, to just kind of be. kind of swept off your feet in the recruiting process mm-hmm. and then when you actually have your feet on the ground it could could be completely different uh there from from that aspect but and, and i'll say this coach underwood has not been coaching a while we've talked about that multiple times here on this show mm-hmm. but he coaches like an old school coach that doesn't work in today's ncaa you can't take a kid and say you're not playing well go sit on the bench Right. Because they'll just do this at the end of the season and say, all right, I'm leaving. Right, yeah. Today's day and age, it makes it easy if players yeah. aren't happy. Yeah. And, just and go. you can't – you have to grow with these players. You have to accept them through their goods and their bads. And as a coach, you have to work them through it. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to uh, adjust, but you can't stray too far away from who you are. And no, you I'm, not, I'm not saying to completely, you know – to use a defensive example, to go zone because everyone on defense wants to play zone instead of man-to-man. That's not what I'm saying. But you also have to – these kids came to your school for a reason. Mm -hmm. They picked Illinois out of all the other schools. Yeah. Initially. Why? And as a coach, if you cannot answer why that kid chose Illinois, then you've lost them already. Yeah. Coach Underwood has to understand and figure out why these kids are choosing Illinois and how he can keep them in Illinois. Definitely. Because you can't tell me it's NIL because these kids aren't leaving for more NIL money. That's it's not what it is. You can't tell me it's conference prestige. You can't tell me it's recent success. There's nothing that you can point to other than behind closed doors in the locker room because we don't know what goes on there. But from everything we've seen, the atmosphere, the attitude is not good. 
And the fact that Coach Underwood, as I said last Friday, came out and said, I think everything went kind of according to plan. Yeah, we didn't play well at times, but I loved our kids' attitude that they brought every day. When the kids themselves are saying, we didn't play like we should have. We didn't have the leadership we should have had. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely uh, definitely something wrong here with all these uh, players leaving and whatnot. If Shannon and Jr. How we play the season. If Shannon Jr. and Coleman Hawkins go to the draft. Right. That yeah, is seven players since January that are leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't heard too much on the Terrence Shannon Jr. front other than there's no news, really. Right. So, Which – I don't know if that's it's good concerning. or bad. With everyone else leaving? Yeah. Like I said, right now you have, what, three kids coming back that played significant minutes? Mm-hmm. I don't – again, something has to change. And when are Illini fans going to say, enough's enough? We do it with the football team. We do it with every other sport. Why is the basketball team <sighs> – any different because it's our bread and butter i think that you know if we if we do that you know when enough finally is enough it hasn't become enough yet because you know we're making NCAA tournaments consistently i know your argument of uh that we don't stick around uh too often but uh what's the better solution who out there can we swoon to come to illinois to make this uh, situation better and i don't really see a better option right now uh, out there in the coaching circle than what we have now. I will give you that. I don't know who that person would be. And if we get rid of Underwood, it would just kind of be pressing the the demolition button, and we're going to have to start from ground zero. Travis, we're losing seven players. We're starting from ground zero anyways. I mean, we're on level two, I think, right now. But how we're many, not on ground zero. How many kids are on our roster, Travis? Well, uh, Terrence Shane Jr. is still around on the roster officially. Uh, Goody, Harris. No, I'm saying overall, how many kids are on a basketball oh, team? 15? I guess, yeah. All right, so half of our team is leaving. I know. I realize that. But it's not a demolition. We're not starting over. It's we're not on the ground floor yet. We're starting over again. We're not at the foundation yet. It's getting close. We're at the subflooring, at least, Travis. <laughs> it's close. This is not. <laughs> yes. And there's no one coming in that makes me excited. Right. And again, and I know you, you hate say, about using the portal. I but do because it does. It, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. But who's to say if we if we get the right people in here, it could work. We were supposed to get the right people. We got the you best know, if transfers Darren, if Darren of the Shane year. Junior decides to stick around. I don't think he's uh, complete. The portal is a failure for him. And, you know, for the most part, it wasn't a failure with the mayor for a couple of exceptions and him going ice cold at the complete wrong time. But it wasn't a complete failure this year. But again, it goes back to they're not a team. I know. This Illinois team was not a good team. Right. So I would agree with you that we need to find – different players that fit our motto instead of going out there and pick the most prolific uh, yes. transfers out there. We need to find what fits better. So what I'll give you that. What fits the kids who are coming in, 
the kids are already here, and what Coach Underwood wants to coach. Right. You have to find that combination. Mm-hmm. Not just he's four or five stars. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah, no doubt. And it's it's like the, the, the college video games. You know, when you would do recruiting on those games, you had to – who would match your system? Mm-hmm. And right now it looks like Illinois is not looking at that. All they're looking at is, well, this guy is the number one in the country. Well, we got to get him. Right. But if he doesn't if he doesn't match the style of play you're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying, and the main reason, Travis, I don't like the transfer portal. It's not that there aren't talented players out there. But to me, people who enter the transfer portal are divas. Mm-hmm. Because they're unhappy where they already said, I want to play here. For whatever various reasons. Definitely some of them you can be viewed as, for sure. And so if we're out here going, oh, we got four guys from the transfer portal. Like, great, that's four guys who already left their commitment from somewhere else. Because they were unhappy playing there. Right. So now we got a group of unhappy people. Yeah. No, that's fair. Some, uh, Some are in that situation there, bub. Uh, yeah, this is a, a problem, uh, a solution, who knows, and uh, another player uh, going into uh, the Aporto from Illinois, and RJ Melendez is the uh, next one, who will be next, who uh, could possibly uh, be uh, next to uh, leave the program, we'll have to see, I'm sure, in the coming weeks, so uh, we're up against it, and uh, we need to uh, talk some Major League Baseball to uh, close it out here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, See us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. And now... You go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one They're with indoors, the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, 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 Shohei. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at like soccer games. Ole, 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 but you kind of were off a little bit. I there. was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried, though. It really doesn't. You, you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On 98.9 The Game. Shohei, the Shohei. Party people in a place to be. Now put your hands in the air with me. Now come on, now come on. Come on. 
Welcome back here to the uh, starting lineup. 98.9 The Game. We're only here on 98.9, which will stay a smidge a bit longer. So let's talk about uh, some Major League uh, Baseball from yesterday. As Eric mentioned in his uh, Sports Center hit, the Braves, they picked up uh, the win 8-4. Uh, as uh, Woodford, not so uh, sharp. And uh, the Braves pick up their third victory of the young season already. So... Uh, Cardinals needed to uh, bounce back uh, tonight after giving up eight runs yesterday. As the Brewers getting the win, a ten to nothing over the uh, Mets. As uh, Bryce Terang hits his first ever Major League home run, and it's a grand slam to boot. As that was one of the highlights for Milwaukee's home opener. As uh, did you see this yesterday? That they uh, uh, did the home opener and they did a flyover, but the oh, yeah, uh, but the roof, the was, roof closed. was closed. Smart. <laughs> Good job there, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, San Francisco gets the win over the White Sox. Uh, Eric mentioned that in the Sports Center hit, or we talked about it. 12 to 3, a Giants slam seven home runs. Uh, the Reds, 7 to 6 over the Cubs. As uh, a three run bomb lifts Cincinnati to the win. Yeah, I'm glad we won the first day of the year so I could take that picture of us leading the top of stands. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's all uh, downhill from here. It's all fell apart. Uh, the Twins, uh, they're all over the Marlins, 11-1. to 1, So uh, Minnesota off to a 4-0 start. Uh, Phillies are in the opposite way. They're 0-4 to start off the season as the Yankees 8-1 uh, yesterday as uh, Torres hits his 100th uh, career uh, home run. He was 5-5 five for five as well, and Cortez picks up the win on the mound. The Rays also are 4-0 and on the young season. They beat the Nationals 6-2. to two. Pirates a 7-6 over the uh, Red Sox in a close one. There's the Royals picking up their first win of the year, 9-2-5 over the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, Baltimore shuts out the Rangers 2 to nothing. Tigers and Extras over the Astros. Uh, seven to two, a uh, six in eleven innings. Hey, speaking of Shohei Otani, it's a, a bomb last night, a 431 feet to center field for uh, the Angels as they are off to three and one start. They beat the Mariners seven to three. Guardians and extras over the Athletics, 12 to 11, high scoring affair. There, Padres walk it off against the Diamondbacks, eight nine hitters, no problem for San Diego, as they're the first MLB team to walk it off on back to back homers. As uh, Kim sends one over the wall for the win, five mm-hmm. to four. So, first ever, first ever. That's by back to back home runs by the eight nine spot. And the Dodgers, they also came back in the fifth inning. They had seven runs in the fifth to win 13-4 to over the Rockies. Games going on tonight, like I mentioned here on 98.9, it's Dodd going for Atlanta, as he's familiar to Central Illinois there. And he'll be going up against Steven Matz on the bump tonight for the Cards. And again, pregame show coverage starts at 550 today and a little programming note here at the very end of the show we'll have a short little show for you on terrestrial hour anyway says uh, the cardinals have an early start time when pregame will begin at 11 20 uh tomorrow so just to pass that along yep. there and uh cubs they're back in cincinnati to take on the reds was nikki on the mound for uh the cubs tonight yep um let's see who did the white Sox have they don't even play today Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, 
No? Hmm. Is that opening day or opening home opener for the White Sox? It may yesterday? have been yesterday, yeah. Hmm. No. But they're not uh, They're not on today. Hmm. Uh, the Angels are back in action against the Mariners as a lot of series continues here. I don't think anyone is starting fresh. So uh, we'll definitely be uh, talking about uh, the rest of the national sports coming up in the pod, NBA, NHL coming up. This day in sports history and Dinger Tuesday. Our first Dinger Tuesday. Yeah. I, I almost forgot, but I remembered. I completely forgot, so yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. So uh, who's going to hit a home run today? We'll tell you about it in the uh, pod. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome in to the uh, podcast. Welcome into overtime of the starting lineup. Travis Parks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. Coming up here in the uh, pod, we got to get to the other national sports, NBA, NHL, as they uh, slowly start getting towards the uh, playoff push. We also got this date in uh, sports history and the very first Dinger Tuesday of the season. You know how successful it was last season, so we brought it back. And we're going to see who's going to get a home run tonight. Does Patrick Corbin pitch? No. He, he does not. That's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, maybe uh, the Cardinals will tee off on a rookie. Maybe. Tonight, possibly. Maybe. So stick around to see who we pick for that. Mm-hmm. But first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports in there that you want to hit up on? Yeah, White Sox pitchers began his last dose of cancer treatment. Liam Hendricks posted a video on social media saying, quote, I'm starting my last round of chemo today, so I'll see you guys on the south side soon. The message played on the scoreboard at Guaranteed Rate Field before the team's home opener against the Giants. The closer began treatment for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma back in January and avoided the 60-day injured list to start the season. General Manager Rick Hahn said there was still no timetable for Hendricks to return. So, mm-hmm. good news there, though, that he's starting his last round last of chemo. Last round of chemo, absolutely. Uh, the Bulls continue their hunt for the postseason with a game against the Hawks at the United Saturday night. Chicago blew out Memphis 128-107 on Saturday to earn its second win in a row. The Bulls are in 10th place in the Eastern Conference with a 38-40 record, and they can clinch a spot in the playing round, Travis, with a win tonight. Ooh. A win tonight, and the Bulls clinch playing. Very good. So, uh, to lose and go home. <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks begin a three-game road trip with a game against Calgary Flames at Scotia Bank Saddle Dome tonight. Blackhawks are on an eight-game losing streak following a 6-3 loss to the New Jersey Devils on Saturday. The Colts continue to do their due diligence on quarterbacks. According to Sports Illustrated, Indianapolis is working out both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud in Southern California. Young, the 2021 Heisman Trophy winner, and Stroud are viewed as the consensus top two picks in the draft. NBC Sports says the team is also working out Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. The Colts currently have the fourth pick in the first round of the NFL draft, which begins April 27th. 
Pacers are playing out the string of the regular season. Indiana begins its final homestand of the year when it hosts the New York Knicks tomorrow night in Indianapolis. Pacers have officially been eliminated from the postseason contention after dropping five of the last six games. Tomorrow night's battle is the third of four meetings between the Pacers and the Knicks. Pacers are still searching for their first win against the Knicks this season. The Ravens are making a play for a big-name wide receiver. According to ESPN, Baltimore has offered a contract to free agent Odell Beckham Jr. Terms of the offer have yet to be disclosed. An early report indicated that Beckham is seeking a one-year $15 million deal. OBJ Gobert missed last season while rehabbing a torn ACL. He suffered in Super Bowl 56. Beckham held a workout for 12 teams on March 10th to prove he was fully healthy. So, Baltimore picking up OBJ possibly, Travis. Hmm. Will that convince Lamar Jackson to stay? Maybe. Doubt it. Andrew Wiggins could be returned to the Warriors soon. The Athletic reports the forward will attend Golden State's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder on Tuesday. Wiggins has been dealing with a personal matter for nearly two months and has missed the team's past 22 games. 28-year-old forward has reportedly been working out with a personal trainer, but no timetable has been set for his return to the court. Wiggins has averaged 17.1 points and five rebounds in 37 games this season. Major League Baseball is suspending Anthony Rondon for four games. The league announced suspension and an undisclosed fine on Monday after the Angels third baseman got into an altercation with a fan in Oakland last week. ESPN reports the suspension was originally set for five games, but negotiations between MLB and the Players Association reduced it to four. Rondon grabbing a fan by the shirt as he exited the first base dugout. Rondon claimed the man called him an expletive word, and the third baseman took a swipe at him after letting go of the shirt. The Atlanta Braves are planning to retire the number of one of their franchise greats as Andrew Jones will have his number 25 jersey retired at a pregame ceremony at Trust Park September 9th before the Braves take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Jones will be the 11th player in franchise history to have his number retired. The five-time All-Star played 12 seasons with Atlanta from 96 to 2007. The outfielder batted 263 with 368 home runs and over 1,100 RBIs during his tenure with the Braves. Jones joins Hank Aaron. Bobby Cox, Tom Glavin, Chipper Jones, Greg Maddox, Eddie Matthews, Dale Murphy, Phil Necro, John Schmoltz, and Warren Spain as numbers to have their players retired by the Braves. Hmm. One NFL prospect is making it clear that he expects to be drafted later this month. ESPN reports that Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter is declining visits with any teams that are picking outside the top 10 in the NFL draft later this month. Carter's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, of course it is, told NFL insider Adam Schefter that he is, quote, confident that Jalen will go in the top 10 because, quote, he's a good person, a family man, loves football, and is a generational talent. Carter plans to attend the draft, which again begins on April 27th. Generational talent. Generational talent who... Eh, never mind. Anyways, and finally, legendary college basketball coach Bobby Knight is out of the hospital. A statement released by his family Monday asked for privacy as he rests at home, quote, in good hands, end quote. His family also thanked those who provided their thoughts and prayers. The 82-year-old was admitted to an Indiana hospital over the weekend with an illness. Knight won three national titles in Indiana and over 900 games over the span of his career. And that is your sports center. Yeah, I didn't even realize that he was. Uh, I saw it over the weekend. Yeah, I saw it over the weekend. Hmm. Gotcha. All right, so uh, we'll move on. As uh, I mentioned yesterday, there was no action in the NBA last night due to the uh, National Championship game taking center stage. So uh, nothing to a recap for that. Uh, game's going on this evening, though. Uh, Raptors and uh, the Hornets, Heat and Pistons. 
Cavs against the Magic, Bucks, Wizards, Timberwolves, Nets, Celtics, 76ers on TNT. Also, uh, Eric mentioned the Bulls going up against the Hawks, looking f to wrap up playing status. Nuggets, Rockets, Trailblazers, or Grizzlies, Kings, Pelicans, Lakers, Jazz, uh, Thunders, Warriors, Spurs, and uh, Suns tonight as well. As uh, let's see here the uh, standings for the uh, NBA as uh, Brooklyn is the only uh, person or the only team left to uh, be able to uh, clinch a uh, not non-playing non-playing status. Yeah, uh, Miami is trailing them by two games in that department there for the sixth spot. Uh, Miami's at seven. Atlanta at eight. Uh, Toronto's already clinched uh, playing berth, and uh, the Bulls are uh, right there, uh, looking for that clincher tonight. Uh, the uh, Suns they haven't yet wrapped up a uh, playoff spot yet. Uh, the Clippers are still in fifth. The Warriors still in uh, sixth, but uh, Clippers and Golden State right there are tied at eleven and a half right now. Uh, so they're basically tied in the standings. Uh, Lakers in the play-in, they're only a half game out of the Warriors for the play-in spot. Uh, New Orleans there at 8, Minnesota at 9, uh, OKC there in the last play-in spot. And uh, Dallas trails by a game still there in that aspect. So uh, don't have a very many games left in the NBA season, so... See how it all shakes now. We'll see if the Bulls can go back to the playoffs. I hope so for their one game. Back to the plan. For the one game. Possibly. Probably. Probably. But uh, last night uh, from uh, the NHL as they are getting down the home stretch of the regular season as well. Uh, the uh, Wild, they just needed a point, and they got it as uh, it went to a shootout. So the Wild clinched a playoff spot last night but they lost the game in a shootout four to three also the stars a clinched a playoff spot as well as it was a five to one a victory over the uh, preds and it was the kraken all over the coyotes four goals in the third period finished things off they won eight to one over arizona and so only two spots left in the wild card in the Eastern Conference. That's it. It's the Islanders and Penguins and uh, the Panthers. Those are really the only teams that really have a shot here. Uh, Buffalo's five games back uh, here with not too many games left. Uh, games going on tonight. Uh, Flyers in St. Louis take on the Blues. Senators against the Hurricanes. Sabres, Panthers, Red Wings, Canadians, Penguins, Devils, Blue Jackets, Maple Leafs, Golden Knights, Predators, Blackhawks, Flames, Kraken, Canucks, Oilers, and Kings, Avalanche, Sharks. And, uh, yeah, there's two games. Uh, Vegas and Nashville is on uh, the first game on ESPN. And then the second game of the doubleheader tonight is Edmonton against L.A. So you get to see Connor McDavid on ESPN tonight. All right there and uh colorado has yet to uh, clinch a playoff spot but it's only a matter of time uh there as uh the only other uh, spots that are up for grabs is uh, the wild card uh, currently the kraken are in the number one wild card spot uh winnipeg they're at number two at uh, calgary trailing by two points in that department and nashville 
Uh, long way to go for them. They trail by five points, but uh, they'll try to get it done tonight against the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how the uh, NHL standings come about as well. All right, so uh, get to the this date in sports history. Well, got a couple of other things oh, real quick. Other things that popped up? Yes. So, first of all, um, the Raiders signed Brian Hoyer to a two-year deal. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. And uh, the Braves put Ace Max Freed on the IL with a hamstring injury. Mm. And uh, Travis Kelsey is going to host a music festival during the NFL draft weekend. So, Ooh. see what he is preoccupied by um a music festival but first travis before we get to this, this day in sports history masters uh-huh i saw tiger was quoted as saying he doesn't know how many masters he has left which yes you probably should have ended when you <laughs> won like, it well duh yeah that, that was the perfect ending tiger and you had to ruin it if you duh. weren't going to do it there then it was walking across the bridge at the old stadium for the open last year that was the perfect send-off and you ruined that one too so, nope. what is with athletes and not being able to just walk away, Travis? Anyways. I know. But the Masters. Mm-hmm. I have a doomsday scenario, Travis. Okay. What if Brooks Kepka wins the Masters? Mm-hmm. What if Dustin Johnson wins the Masters? Yeah. Basically anyone from Liv. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. What will the PGA do? Hmm. Because the only one going forward we know for sure they can't be in is the PGA Championship, as far as the majors go. The other ones are up to the individual events. tournament, yeah. So what if a live guy wins the Masters? Obviously, you got to invite him back for the Open. you got to invite him back for the U.S. Open. They yeah, want they want a major to. this year. They have to be there. Yeah. This is worrisome, Travis. If you're the PGA. Yeah, it's definitely something that they don't want to even think about. They don't want to think about, <laughs> but I think you have to. Sure. If a live guy comes in and wins, or better yet, let's say a live guy comes in and wins by like six shots. Hmm. Does the PGA not look like they have egg all over their face or what? <laughs> it definitely looks bad bad on them, the PGA Tour. I think if you're the PGA, you have to hope yeah. and do everything in your power legally <laughs> to make sure that a PGA guy wins. Right. Especially next year having to host the champions dinner. Yeah. and especially with the the antitrust lawsuits and everything like that still going on right yeah it'd just be a a big win for not only that player that wins it'd be a big win for live it would legitimize them yeah because right now you know they can have the best golfers in the world but it's looked at as it is not real golf it's a gimmicky format that they use with the teams and the captains and everything like that it's on the cw which we talked about their first showing got less than a hundred thousand people i think or or i know it didn't break a million i know it didn't break a million yeah 
But if one of their guys comes in and wins the Masters, they've been legitimized. Yeah, definitely. So, boy, if you're ever pulling for a Tiger <laughs> win, the PGA would love Tiger Woods to come out and Right, or, you know, maybe golf Rory. fans not exactly, uh, I don't want to say not really happy, but just kind of, you know, Sky Scheffler dominates and he's not really like a call for a character. He yeah. just comes in and gets the job done and is just good at golf and whatnot. But I think that they would take that over a live guy uh, for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of obvious of uh, Tiger saying that I don't know how many more masters I have left in me. Um. Yeah. I mean, that was a given. I. I. I don't know how many more tournaments you have in you. Right. For that matter. Let alone. Said I don't know how many more I have in me. I know more guys on the Champions Tour than I do the regular tour. (laughs) Uh, you know you're getting up there. I mean, he can go to the Champions Tour, right? I guess they need a. They need Tiger Woods. They need the star power. They do. So. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Masters Week is successful though. Hopefully, always one of the uh, best, best four days. And you know what it always makes me want to do, Travis? What's that? Go play golf. I know, right? And this weekend may not be a bad idea to do that. I was gonna say Saturday may not be a, mm. a bad idea. I think mm. the weather and I mean Sundays, Easter Sunday, so right. It's usually uh, reserved I'm, for I'm the busy fam. both days, so unfortunately. Yeah, reserved for the fam. Unfortunately, I will not be there. Mm. Anyways, let's get to uh, sports history. This day in sports history. What do we got that happened on this day? All right, today is April 4th. Mm-hmm. Back in 1974, on opening day, Hank Aaron tied Babe Ruth's home run record by hitting a 714th career home run. And how fitting that the Braves are wearing. Oh, it's not today, is it? Braves aren't wearing their no, jerseys today because so. they're in St. Louis. They wouldn't no, wear them no. for a they wouldn't wear them for a road game. No. I thought for sure they'd wear them today because it was the anniversary of him doing seven seven fourteen. But they may wait till seven fifteen. Yeah, I would think so. So, uh, on this day back in 1983, NC State shocked Akeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, and Houston 54-52 to win the national championship. Of course, that had the Lorenzo Charles game-winning putback and the uh, Jim Valvano celebration that everyone remembers. Uh, 1988, six-seed Kansas behind Danny Manning won its second championship after beating the one-seed Oklahoma 83-79. On this day in 1994, Arkansas beat Duke 76-72 to win its first ever national championship. In 2001 on this day, the earliest no-hitter by calendar date in a season in MLB history was thrown by Boston's Hideo Nomo, which is his second no-hitter against the Orioles. Nomo was already the first Asian pitcher to ever throw a no-hitter in MLB history. Nomo is one of 35 pitchers ever with multiple no-hitters, but he's the only one on that list who was not born in the United States. Mm. On this day back in 2003, Sammy Sosa became the first Latin player and 18th overall at the time to hit his 500th career home run. This day in 2015, Wisconsin defeated the 38-0 undefeated Kentucky 71-64 in the Final Four to advance the national championship game for the first time since 1941. And finally, on this day back in 2022, Kansas trailed by as many 16 points against North Carolina before overcoming the largest deficit by a national championship game winner in men's NCAA tournament history. Their 15-point halftime deficit was also the largest overcome in a national title game. And that does it 
for your sports center or your on this day in sports history. That'll do it. That'll do. That'll do. All right. All right. So we've come to the uh, point in the program. Yes. Our very first Dinger Tuesday. Yes. Bringing it back. All right, Travis, I'll let you Who pick first. Who is going to hit a home run, if who's, you don't know? Who's getting a home run today? Yeah, if we haven't been following along, we do this every Tuesday. Try. Try to do it whenever Try. we remember it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There are uh, plenty of options here in the early going, early season, so it's kind of spin the wheel, make a deal, just pick your poison here. And I have been looking extensively at, well, the only uh, one here is the Cardinals uh, going up against uh, the rookie Dylan Dodd about the Central Illinois ties there. But maybe we'll see what the the debut uh, looks like. So it's really all about who's going to do it in that Cardinal lineup. And I see uh, several people uh, predicting this. I missed it on opening day. I'm not going to miss it here. Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker. Okay. The rookie homers off the rookie. I'm going super duper simple. I'm going super easy. Give me Aaron Judge. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Judge. Yeah. Thoughts of him hitting a home run on a daily basis, I would say are about 35%. Pretty good. Yeah. So, I'll go I mean, Aaron hey, Judge. They are playing the Phillies, and uh, Phillies, all they've been doing is giving up runs this season. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's not Corbin Burns, but no, it's not Patrick, Patrick Corbin. Corbin. I mean, yeah, Corbin Whoa, Burns does two, two different pitchers different, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, far gap there. Yes. <laughs> All right, so and there you go. First uh, Dinger Tuesday picks in Yay. the books. We'll see uh, how it works out for us. We'll so, recap it tomorrow on the. We will. Probably on the pod because we'll have a short show tomorrow. Yes, on the pod uh, for sure as we'll only be a 19-minute show because the Cardinals are booting us off early on tomorrow's show. All right, so uh, that will do it here for us uh, today. Uh, Find some music to play us out. There we go. All right, uh, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for uh, downloading. And we'll be back tomorrow recapping our Tuesday recap local sports as well and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow peace out